0: Why am I
1: nervous?
2: <laughs> You're in the presence of a <laughs> fucking
0: celebrity, bro. <laughs> no, no, With no, legit no. IG followers. No, that's
1: fucked. Come on. Man. He's a big, Can't he's a big deal. Can't <laughs> mm. um, Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to a new episode of PNC Kill. What are we? Post Nut Clarity. Episode beep, 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 22. 22.
0: And we have a guest again. We got a guest. Um, I, I think I haven't seen Curtis. Well, that's not true. I saw him last week, but before that... I hadn't seen him in a minute how long a minute a minute <laughs>
2: it's been i think well i've been out of the city for uh i hope no one from the canadian government's listening but like eight, <laughs> eight, eight and a half months oh my gosh so uh it's been at least yeah i'd say that yeah exactly. where have you been oh man we'll get to that okay Great question. let's Great introduce, question. introduce Great question. him let's do yeah, proper, is this <laughs> <your> proper <laughs> introduction yeah. please this is our
0: good friend curtis Lum. Hello, hey. Curtis Lum. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for having Actor, me. Actor, fitness enthusiast, uh, enthusiast. hospitality <laughs> guru, I add some pioneer. I, I, I'm still getting to know you. I mean, he, his, his resume. Glasses wearer. <laughs> <laughs> Beanie haver.
1: Black shirt oh, the, connoisseur. Like
0: fashionista. Well, I have you here. Yo, These are our hot milk medium um, buffs. So hey. you can wear them as a headband.
1: You can wear them as a neck warmer. You can wear them as a, a crop top. A crop top, oh, you can wear them a wow. face covering. A tighter, a, you can wear as a faja after a BBL. <laughs> yeah. Gross.
0: Perfect. You're not allowed to wear those on
1: planes no more, though. You hear that? Really? What? Like, you can't wear those or
0: bandanas because they're not, I don't know, whatever Sanitary. the science is behind it. You're not yeah. allowed to wear those on planes
1: anymore. So, so it's, do you remember when you first brought them up? I do. Are they effective? Like, do they work better than a mask? Is I'm not like a scientist. Thing? I'm not a scientist. So, if I'm wearing that around the street, I'm not doing anything. It's better than protect anyone. nothing. I, that i can true. say with almost 100 percent certainty
2: all right yeah at least you won't get the extra stare down you know what i mean you might yeah. get a stare down very yeah. true but it's not like the ugh no, no you're like, going hearing. like the, the 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 judgment on you and then on top of that not wearing yeah. a mask
0: double, that's double, a double 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 <laughs> you're right at least i'm doing something the perception is there yeah, mm. yeah. so this, curtis's resume is deep Let's talk about. It. I like deep. I mean, first let's get deep. Beep, 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 beep. Like I said, like he <laughs> he's obviously an accomplished actor. Um, That's exciting. I think I think you're in town filming. I'm not sure you can talk about that, but you're. I think yeah, you, do, I mean, you have some projects on the go.
2: I'm in town filming, um, but Vancouver is one of the sort of the the hot spots. The, right, the, 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 like the, the new hubs for that have been cleared for filmmaking, and wow. so we've essentially. Uh, We've taken in many productions that potentially would have shot in other cities. Right. So there's something like over 55 productions in Vancouver right now that's happening right now. I had to get back into it.
1: I don't know if you know, I uh, used to be an actor myself.
2: Yeah. Big commercial
1: guy. I was a TELUS commercial. Hey. Yeah, and I used to be on a show on Nickelodeon.
2: You get that TELUS money.
1: Fuck yeah, I was one of the little tigers rolling around with the, you know. And no. what so you said? Uh, uh, a Nickelodeon Nickelodeon, nice. Yes. Yeah. Which Sounds one? It's kind
2: of like a child star <laughs> turned
1: coke addict. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's nice. A, that's a pretty no, that's uh, a joke. So common narrative. It. That's a joke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Coca Cola, right? Yeah, obviously. Coca Cola. <laughs> what, what else is there? No other option. Exactly. But yeah, um, Vancouver. Vancouver is um, is definitely the hotspot. We'll see how sustainable it all is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because um, you know, one fun fact that I learned: Lab Life Labs out here has the monopoly on COVID tests. Crazy. So when you have, you know, tens of thousands of, of tests being submitted, you know, at daily or weekly, what have you, Mm -hmm. obviously it's going to get bottlenecked. You know what I mean? Totally. So when, I don't know if it's greed or, or what, but because they're the only ones that can um, deliver the results, um, a lot of productions have been facing, you know, uh, a, a, a lot, a lot more, um, uh, you know, problems and issues. That's so interesting to in say
1: that because I've, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm right, but is Life Life, Life, Life Labs privatized, or I think is so. it under like? So it's crazy that like a I believe so, yeah, privatized company has a monopoly on something that, you know, Fraser Health or like Vancouver Coastal Health. No, I'm sure that they have their own. Testing well, I have no idea how. how right? I mean, obviously, it's
0: talking about the but film industry alone.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. It's not like for the, uh, the test for everyone. But
0: uh, but uh, I think
2: it's all relative, though.
0: Definitely. I mean, if they have that kind of control, yeah. that kind of means they
2: no. I'm you know, talking. I'm someone I'm, at Life Labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they have the they have the monopoly for I think all of uh, all testing. P C yeah, it's crazy. Interesting. Because
0: I also we talk- like it, it's totally politicized. Obviously, I heard a rumor. Again, fact check me, people. But that, I heard there's, like, you know, these tests that are coming out in the airports that are immediate so that you may not have to quarantine when you come home from traveling. <clears throat> They're kind of coming out this year. Mm-hmm. I heard that the rights to those tests are Donald Trump's sons. Shut and he And he passed a bill for of that to get, to, get, to get going. And he had, so, like, in the U.S., he has uh, only rights to, to provide these. I'm not oh sure if that's my true or not. God. That could be just a bullshit. No. Fuck it. I could be clickbaiting myself here. I don't know.
2: <laughs> but. I, I don't could, believe anything I see anymore. To be honest with you, you got you got to you got to sit with every every date. piece of information, especially whatever's coming out of that administration. But I like how you I like how you did that. That precursor uh, fact checked me. Yeah. So I, yeah. I want to go, go on record and say take everything I say with a grain of salt. Hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. You know, we're we're, we're, just ch- we're chatting here. I, we're not, shooting the shit here. No, yeah, no, yeah, we don't know, we're we don't not, know everything. We're not, no, we're time, just having uh, a conversation.
0: Yeah. We're, we're, we're 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 like trying to spur other conversations. Here. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So 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 basically going back to. Uh, with the film, the filming and all of that. So Mm -hmm. a lot of productions are facing, you know, a lot of um, issues with flying actors up right now, because first you got to quarantine them. That's two weeks right there gone. I I missed out on two projects because I just missed the date. Right. From my quarantining, but then also um, what used to be a two or three day turnaround delivery time for your COVID test results. Right. It's now up to like a week, week plus two weeks. Because of the bottleneck because of the bottlenecking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we'll, we'll see how it goes.
0: Hopefully that changes when we get some more tests or more, more, people to more ways to test or yeah. whatever.
2: Word on the street is um, someone in this room, not me, um is is selling tests on the on the black market oh well, that can neither confirm nor deny said allegations on
0: a uh on a podcast on a public forum yeah <laughs> anywho um so before you got into acting, I'm yes. not even sure if it was before it might have been like uh, on the parallel pass mm. we crossed paths, i don't know probably ten fifteen years ago, yeah. On a project called Houseguest, which which Nolan is was probably song. in great two
1: from Beauty and the Bell- Beast. Uh, not no, be our guest. All oh, right, no, no, you are wrong on both fronts. Don't worry, you are a Nickelodeon kid. Not a Disney guy. I had my chance,
3: but yeah,
0: Houseguest. You know, in my opinion, and yeah. Curtis can obviously weigh in on this. I think was one of the you know f- tipping points are kind of like. Uh, Really, kind Palace. of change the narrative on nightclubbing in Vancouver. I think Houseguest. Curtis was house guest, yeah, and Curtis. C- Curtis was like, he's one of the guys that brought bottle
1: service to the city, right? Shut the fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Let's let's unpack this. So, I don't know. Well, we we talked about this the other br- the other day uh, briefly, but a lot of people know HG now, yeah, as Hello Goodbye, correct? Because mm-hmm. of your, you know, wicked wickedly, uh, you know, talented. Branding, or whoever you have doing your branding, mm. he, he or she is really dope. But, Thank uh, you. <laughs> HG was originally house guest. Yep. This uh, Vancouver's first supper club. Yep. In many many What's decades. A supper club. Great question.
1: Like a dinner.
0: A
2: well, have you been to Montreal or
0: nope. out of Europe? Like they're Europe, basically like kind of like what kind of like West Oak is is at times, but not really. It's like a. Is it like Lavo um, in Vegas? Like that kind of vibe. Basically, you go there and have dinner, and then at a certain point, dinner
1: turns into clubbing. Oh, it's like tap
0: house. Sure, <laughs> if, if that helps you.
1: <laughs> Do you party in L.A.? Uh, never, no, no, not yet, not, not yet. yet. Okay. I've partied in like Vegas, Miami, Miami, Miami has something Mi- yeah. like it for sure. I've yeah, never yeah. been, but oh, probably like Nikki Beach, like that kind of vibe.
0: Yeah, but like Nikki Beach sounds like it's outside, right? Yeah, it is. It's like a it's like a, a full on restaurant that just transitions like at like a certain time, exactly. like music like, gets taken away and then yeah, yeah, yeah. the music is turned service. up and light like, goes down. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. Think of like a, yeah, a restaurant in West Hollywood or something like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I love that vibe. That's like one of my favorite things to do, like when I'm not in
3: Vancouver.
2: Yeah, that was before all these restrictions. Fucking and
1: Vancouver had that. Yeah, for a okay, a but let's, Curtis, let's, let's let's putting us on the map. <laughs> okay,
2: let's uh, let's unpack that though. So like at that time vancouver we either had very kind of small and underground spots you know a la your lucy Mae browns yep. shout outs to the uh those guys you know your Sentry houses or much smaller intimate places right or you had like these super clubs aka you know your your uh your was it like a fort- priest venue was it Pre- those weren't Pre- there, but like oh, okay. those big yeah, type like Caprice, of right, yeah, right, 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 Republic. Right. Richards on Richards. Richards on Richards. Gotcha. Um so when House Gas came into the picture, uh it was sort of the perfect in between where you can go out and 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 what was the chef's name, the head chef? Uh the name girl? You? Yeah.
0: I can't remember. She <laughs> she was on Canada's <laughs> Canada's Canada's top, top chef or whatever. Chef. She, wow. is, she was a little wacky though.
2: <laughs> little wacky She was a little. <laughs> but,
0: I mean, <laughs> most chefs have a, a little eclectic but Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep, but 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 man, she was, man was she ever talented and uh, so we had really good food there. Okay, mm. uh, the decor was was sick. What was the vibes? Walk me through it.
1: It's my Saturday night. I'm coming to a house guest. Ooh, okay. I am walking <laughs> in. What am okay. I seeing? What am I seeing?
2: Okay, guide me through it. Okay, so you're gonna. So you're walking down. Gaston. What am I wearing? What am I wearing? Probably, Probably start for the dress code. Some sort of leather jacket, you know, Chelsea boots type of okay. vibes. You know, is, is okay. that type of spot, right? Motorcycle. We're vibes. talking, we're talking, Keo Tyler, you know, Maddie Schmidt, <laughs> and and, and, Justin and, and, Mensa and Lux, Coker. Justin Mensakoker, mm. Justin and these guys. So Curtis you, wa- you want to dress Curtis up Lump. for these guys? You want to yeah, get yeah. their attention? Oh, right, you know, right, right. I mean, <laughs> um, you're right. Shoot. Not to mention we had some very, <laughs> we had some very attractive uh, service s- staff and team, you mm. know, including yours truly. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course he's not wrong so anyways you're walking down uh cordova street right
0: uh yeah and then it turns into
2: water yeah it was, yeah. yeah yeah so it's cordova and something I forget can't maybe can be. um and it's kind of like there's not really that much going on on that street but then you mm-hmm. turn into this sort of hidden alley mm-hmm. and you'll hear a lot of kind of you'll hear this like thump this hip-hop beat like boom boom you know there's a lot of weekend a lot of Drake being played at that time as well. Boom, yeah.
0: boom, the weekend boom, actually boom, boom. came there before he was boom, the weekend, you yeah, know we what do. I mean? Boom, boom. We, we almost had Jay Z wow. come through. Or he did come through, Shut didn't he? F- I can't yeah, remember. I yeah, definitely know the right weekend he came through.
2: through. but we couldn't fit everybody in the spot. So we uh, he ended up going to Fortune or something. Like oh that. yeah, I do remember but that night. He was outside in his wow. truck. I remember that because I was setting up the bottles for him. I remember right. so anyways, so you you can hear it before you even see it, right? The boom 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 boom. And you'll see like a, a massive lineup. And what was interesting about that spot is till this day, people still talk about it is because not only were we the first supper club, but we were the first place to really, you know, not to make, not to make the, the company sound, you know, uppity or it's not noisy, but like we had our choice in terms of who we wanted in there. Mm. And by doing that, you're going to piss off a lot of people naturally, Uh but that's how you really create your your cool factor. Right? For sure, for sure. So you kind of have to know someone, or know you kind of have to be someone to get in, you know, right? 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 And so you see a you see a crazy lineup of like a lot of pissed off people, right? <laughs> that uh, may or may not end up getting in that night. And those are my type of places. You go in, you finally get in, and then you walk through this. Uh, it looks like this abandoned hallway with all. It's like a, a shopping strip mall, and then you enter, and then it's just like this. Man, it's like straight out of, out of a magazine. This restaurant. It's like. Very, very avant-garde and very. Uh, uh, what would you a say? Different. Right? Right.
0: Like, this is like this. This this gold skull was. We had a feature yeah. wall. like that. Everyone took selfies with before selfies were a thing. I think. Mm. Um, and that was like super unique, kind of like movie setty kind of vibes. Like Matty Schmidt, mm. one of the old partners there, is in that industry to this day, and he has right. a lot of those kind of subtle touches. Yeah, very huh. rustic.
2: But, yeah, but uh, but but felt like you were like in new
0: york or something
2: oh that's so exciting yeah
0: it was great and like i don't know if if you know but like he is basically you (laughs) like he he works at pm entertainment so pierre's and 12 west Mm -hmm. ah. which is pierre's is a lot of similar kind of vibes smaller room very selective very you know there's a lot of back in the like back in the day like six months ago (laughs) uh, pre-covid you'd you'd walk by you walk by pierre's and there's a lot of pissed off people not getting in so you know exactly exactly the the vibe the the vibe Yeah. yeah
2: um so it's a restaurant upstairs right and then um downstairs uh, is where all the action happens so we had this tiny little basement room with a with its own bar mm-hmm. um and it was set up primarily for bottle service and wow. that was the first yeah i mean it, it, we weren't the first to do it because republic was already doing it yeah 100
0: mm-hmm. percent paul polly would uh, was gonna hear this and be like what the fuck i brought it here yeah 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 <laughs> but was paul the first yeah, I think Republic was definitely the first. But, uh-huh. I mean, they did it on a bigger scale. Like, totally. No offense to <laughs> Republic back then, but I think we had more of a—I um, think they had to do it. You had some, the Town vibe before
1: the Town vibe.
2: Yeah. yeah, can you yeah. T- like right now, present day? Not today, today, but uh, take away COVID. Mm-hmm. Can you leave the bottle at the table right now? No, so you still have to pour it out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's what I was doing. I was, I was, just, I had to pour out the entire, you know, two six or whatever magnum right. onto the tables, and but yeah, so that was the jump off spot, man. I mean, I think legally capacity was what. F-
0: it's not 40 big. Forty, forty people. Small, bro. Wow. Do you know? Do you, you know? Do you know Gas Town? Well, yeah. You know when you drive up water, because you can only drive up water, um, right before you get to Cordova, mm-hmm. and there's a little like Native American or Native Canadian or some kind of art shop. Yep. Heritage on the left. It's yep. um. Well, the next time you drive up it's there, yeah, from I'll the Try to look for it, John and Casablancas.
1: What? No, not familiar Is it by the Water Cafe? It's up from yeah, there On is that it block opposite
0: from uh, it? No, no, same side
1: of the street Up that block Toward, More towards local
0: Or like Do No, other way
2: Do the The jean shop No No, okay
0: Anyway, it's up that uh, Like it's for I guess that's south I don't but know Wait, past
1: local or before Like towards Waterfront
0: No, going up Like like the water's a one-way street So it's you're an trying e- to, oh, It's okay, an
2: Evo center now
0: Ah uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that place used to pop off and yeah. it was tiny, 30, 40 seats. So I don't know. So st- we have st- there's a
2: statue of the limitations, I think, right? So yeah, we would pack it with like well over a hundred people, and so wow. it was the spot to be.
0: So not only can you not get in by the main entrance before you walk through the breezeway. Mm-hmm. Once you get into the restaurant, then to get to the downstairs area, there's another fucking. Then weight. you
2: really had to be somewhere, ah. You know what I mean?
0: You know what I mean? So to get in was one thing, but then to get downstairs was a whole nother vibe. I can't right?
2: lie, I hated that job. I hated being <laughs> the gatekeeper. <laughs> Why did you not like it? Oh, because it's a lot of shit. Because I was the one, yeah. I, you know, I'd be the first person of contact that would have to take people. the, oh, the wrath know, know of the angry mean. people. Yeah, 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 right. I know what you mean. Hey, hey, like I, I was, I've been here for an hour. Why did they just get in? Right. Well, you know, what do you say? Right. Mm-hmm. Because they're cooler than you. No, You can't <laughs> say that. You have to be like, oh, that's uh, that's Maddie's uh, cousin. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, Aki's uh, girlfriend. Or, right. Uh, <laughs> I thought Aki girl, Aki's <laughs> girlfriend just went in oh, no, that's his other girlfriend the other one <laughs> yeah, back
0: in those days that was a real problem
2: <laughs> but that's but yeah. how that's how I met um uh you Aki and I remember, I'll never forget it the, the the first day I met you you had just came in you had just phoned back from New York, and I think this was right after our, like our soft opening or something like that and uh and I had already known. I met the the other owners and everyone involved, and then you came in, and I was like, "Who the hell is this stud?"
3: You know, <laughs> I was like, "Who's this
2: tall, handsome, Asian-ish looking, black-ish-ish ish looking guy?" chocolate that just had so much swagger and so much uh, coolness to him. You were and- cool back then. I've been cool for a while, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Maybe after high
0: school.
2: Uh, I'm sure. Oh, okay. What what was it that you that you brought back for everyone? And- I brought these little like um, business
0: card holders, like you know. Right. You've been in New York. I'm not sure if you have but they have quite a bit of like street vendors yeah. um and they have super cool unique shit that you you're not going to be able to find at Nordstroms or wherever. Right. Um it's like one of one type shit. So about like I don't know, like for every staff to hold their business cards. Like these, I mean, I still have one. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, oh, it's kind of trash. It's a little tacky. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't <But>
2: customized <laughs> though. They they didn't have the HG embroidered on it. Oh fuck, they did, didn't they? Or not embroidered? Uh, what do you call that? Um,
0: Stamped. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I can't remember because I brought back some HG fucking um chucks that I still have to this chucks? day. Chucks. Mm. Like, like shoes. Yeah. Oh damn. They're dope. Yeah. They, they sit in my closet just like untouched. Anyway, I yeah. Touch so those either. I never even worn them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking be nice man. We have a guest. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. Times. It was um that place is Congo was it 2008? Was it before Olympics or after? I always forget.
2: It was after. After was after. Yeah, because oh. yeah. it was after my family's restaurant and all that and this was uh, so I was acting at that time. I you know, I was also deep 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 in my training um at my at this acting studio that I was going to at the time. So yeah, it was a very interesting time. You know, I also had a girlfriend. And I was a in a pretty toxic relationship, and so house houseguest for me was sort of like my escape, my escape and my 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 playground, if you will. Um, so I'd be like in between serving people. I'd be like running lines and like oh. <laughs> doing, oh my, doing my homework and shit like that. So yeah, work pays off, though. Look it at him now. Yeah, times.
3: fuck. Yeah, yeah.
0: How would you? So how would you compare? The film industry to the hospitality industry are they kind? Of, do they have some similarities? Are they like night and day different? Oh, that's a great question. Right? We're I, really thought provoking at PNC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think it's very similar because at the end of the day, um, branding, marketing, and you know we talk about this cool factor. The cool factor. Mo- uh, individual projects have that, but I think as the as the actor or as the brand of the actor that also carries a lot of weight you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying you're you know as they say you're as you're only as hot as your last project yada 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 Mm -hmm. but i think that's changed today but every actor they have sort of like um you know uh uh, a stigma and or uh something that you tie them in with you know a a feeling and emotion or you know like oh this actor's you know, up and coming, he's, he's, he's hot right now. Or she's, you know, oh, she just killed it in this last project, da, 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 right? So it's all about hype, it's all about marketing. Yeah, right. Um, um, I think it's very, very similar in that uh, it's, on the surface, it might seem like it's easy and it might seem like it's glamorous, but I think having worked on both sides for, you know, 10 plus years and both, um, uh, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that people don't see yeah, is is about the same in terms of you really have to be dedicated and you really have to love what you do in order to actually do it well. Oh, 1,000%. I think that's, that's
0: kind of um, universal in anything. Like if you're successful in, as an MMA fighter or an actor or in hospitality or a school yeah. teacher, you're putting in yards, you're putting in work that people don't see all the time.
2: But, but the difference between that and, let's say, an MMA fighter is that you can see the work that the MMA fighter is putting in. Right? you can see it on their body. You can see it in no. their training. Right, Fair. you don't see the owners like the guys like you and Paul, the day to day grind. What happens in the it takes, daytime? You right? know, see, Yeah, to be
0: honest, like when I first got into this hospitality on that on the owner side, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't think. I thought the work started at like eight p.m. And ended at four a.m. You know what I mean? No, like totally all nice. these fucking meetings at noon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like having having to be available like twenty four seven. Whether it's like an alarm going off in the middle of the night,
2: mm-hmm. having
0: a painter that needs to get in at eight a.m. on a Monday, it's like the last thing you fucking want to do. So, and yeah. also
2: as a fighter, right? You get you. It's like it's like prize money. So you win, you know, based on your performance. Yeah, uh, like right away. Right. Similar with acting, you uh, you get paid per gig but it's so, it's sort of like an accumulation over time it's yeah like the same with the restaurant industry it's like you really don't make that much no. on, on a when you break it down day to day but it when you look at it from the macro like over the span of five to ten years yeah or maybe you sell it one day that's where the money comes in right? yeah 100 percent,
0: right. man those exits that's what you live for baby <laughs> yeah let me ask you another, maybe more of a tough question uh-oh um now who what industry, film, or hospitality, in your experience, do you find there are more real people? Because I feel acting has this rep um, reputation of you know, having a lot of disingenuous, fake people. But yeah. then mm-hmm. again, hospitality, I think it's, the, it has, it's
1: has pretty much... Issues. Yeah. I'd say hospitality is way worse. You think? You think so.
2: Uh, I think there's different levels to it. But if we're talking about, say, our world, where it's a, it leans a little bit more towards the, the nightlife hospitality yeah mm-hmm. like say you know in comparison to like working at a red robins or something like that right uh no even know if it's a red robin Shout out to red Robins
0: I love it that's my first right. hospitality job
3: when I was really this yeah. fries baby Bucket list, oh, yeah. so good fries so, so good. good
2: but yeah so good everybody okay in terms of your clientele everyone wants something from you right totally your only your only value is what you can do for them do for them
1: do you not see parallels of that same type of person within the acting industry cuz you know
2: yes and no because um because you never know who you're talking to in our business right because I could be you know I still am a nobody but I could be a nobody today and then I can just book a new Netflix series and I'm the hottest shit on this planet right. tomorrow um and you so you, you never to, really know you really have to be careful with you know like with, you know, burning your bridges or, or how you treat people. And, right. and I try to always treat people, everybody, all across the board with respect. And, uh, but I find in the hospitality industry, um, like I said, you know, the long weekends, for instance, they're the worst. When I was working as a promoter, you know, uh, working with the Don and the Donnelly group at the time and then, and then Safe and Sound afterwards, um, you know, every week I'm trying to bring my friends out. I'm trying to, I'm yeah. trying to holler at guys, girls, what have you. And then just so happens that only on long weekends now I'm everyone's best friend. Right. It's a radio silence every other time, but oh, just long weekends. Oh yeah, everyone's him, crazy. Know? Yeah, and And yeah. everyone expects this VIP service, and it's just like,
0: okay, I see, I see how it is, mm-hmm. right? Put this in context for Nolan. He is one of the founders of Good Life Sundays. Correct. Wow. Yes, so that's you know that's I you, you, you I'm sure you had the same shit at, at your job, but like Good Life is like legendary or was totally. Um, when I was at Republic, and I can only imagine
1: like what he's—that's like, not the reggae uh, stuff, is it? it no. Well, or is that part of
2: it? Okay, Reggae Sundays was a was a part of the Good Life sort of branding and and family, but right. they always had their own sort of segmented thing. Right. Okay. They okay. started off downstairs, and then they, and then we started off in the patio, in the small room, and, and the Apex room thing. Annex. Okay. Yeah. Annex. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> 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 Sounds right. Apex. But yeah, we started off in the basement of <coughs> Lucy Mae Brown's. Yeah, I've heard Where's that.
0: Lucy Mae Brown's, it's like a condo now on Richards and yeah. oh. Smythe or something. This was
2: like a haunted tiny little restaurant, supper club-ish type of vibe. Right. Again with the with a with a really cool basement um that fit about 50 people and there's like a little corner for a DJ and we used to churn out some of the the craziest parties out of that spot and, Really? and it was straight out of the movie, you guys seen Wayne's World? Yeah you never seen Wayne's World? No. How old he, he has you? seen like Cold zero Cold movies. 22. 22, jeez. Okay.
1: Our references are lost on him. It
2: don't,
0: yeah. even, don't even try.
1: <laughs> Wayne's Sorry work. I'm young. and with it. <laughs> we accept it. Y'all fucking old. You gotta
2: Cold watch means. Wayne's World, man. It's a classic. Yes. Yeah. add
1: that to your list.
0: Okay. Um, down uh,
2: I rem- I'll never forget it. So this was at the peak of our, like, of our, good, our good life uh, in those days. And I remember Paul and Nate one time, they came down to sort of like check us out. Like Paul? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul And Nate Sabine okay. from Blueprint. That's right. Oh, okay. Shout out to those guys. I love those guys. Um, Paul's kind of like the godfather to, 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 to good life. Right. He's a fucking OG
0: in this industry, bro. But Damn. he saw
2: us and he saw the potential of what we had. And it was like straight out of Wayne's world where like when Rob Lowe comes to um, uh, Wayne's basement and he sees what, you know, this, this ruckus that these guys are banging out. And, and yeah, he saw the potential in us. And so he took us, literally, we started from the bottom. And mm-hmm. went to the top. We went from the, this grungy old basement on Richards to, like, the apex room yeah. <laughs> at Republic. And, you know, And I was, I was younger than you at the time. I was, I was Way actually, to make me look bad. <laughs> no, I was, eight, I was 18. So this is before I could even club. I was throwing these parties. Oh, my gosh. So as an 18-year-old kid, you know, now being at Republic and, like, walking in without even having to show your ID, I mean, yeah. you, you couldn't say nothing to me right i was wow i was on top of the world in Brilliant my, in my legend eh
0: yeah well, i mean that, that night i mean in my opinion is probably one i think it's the longest standing
2: night in it's the, no it's the longest uh standing night maybe definitely the That'll longest hip-hop night but for sure i mean i don't know any other nights that
0: most nights have like three months in them right.
2: tuesdays at celebrities maybe that night lasted a long time the year before that no but it wasn't I don't think they ever branded it as a night. It was always just like it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, just but new
0: Tuesday was Tuesdays was, also was like straight night, and then it was college night, and then it was like, it was branded a few different things, I think, over the I years. Know. Whereas Good Life has been Good Life. Yeah. From day one. I'll take it. Yeah, we, yeah. I've ever heard
1: of a Good Life Sunday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was fucking great. But the reason I asked that real question is because like, you know, I've done a handful of commercials, and every time I go into the casting room, yeah, or the room before the actual casting room, where you, the audition room, I guess. The yeah. waiting room. The waiting room. All I hear the, the is the casting like, couch. You mean? <laughs> <Before> <laughs> nah, 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 I never made it that big. <laughs> um, I, I all I hear is like the other actors talking about what they've done and who they've read for, and you know, it's, uh, it's always yeah, like a clout yeah. fucking climb. It's like right. who has done more important stuff, and I'm sitting there like, And nothing. nobody really looks at each other, but they kind of do a little glance yeah, like, just to mm, see. Like I did a Hallmark competition. movie yesterday, last week with someone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I guess that those I didn't. I never really when I was in those rooms. Witnessed a real conversation. It's like I see what
2: you're saying. You
1: know, even when I was like doing it, I never made any friends. I never talked to anybody. Yeah, it was just so intimidating and very like nobody wanted to talk to anybody. Nobody wanted to help.
0: It goes to what Curtis was saying. Curtis was saying that that, you know I think some of those conversations are you don't know who's in that room, so you want to like show that you have this much this many credits right so that you're worth talking to or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, like I've like, I'm not an actor by any stretch of the imagination.
2: I think but. I cast I cast you once right in, in a, in a basketball commercial or something like that. That sounds familiar. Remember I was like, I was I called you up and I was like, Aki, um, I'm trying to round up all the black people in the city. <laughs> the, like, I made three calls. The, M- the, the NBA wants to shoot a commercial with basketball players. I need every black guy on deck. <laughs> yeah, I I vaguely remember that, man. It's just you and Justin.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Back then, I mean there's a lot more black guys in the city now, but back in the day, like I'd see the same I'm sure it's the same for you. Like if oh, they're yeah. asking for, you know, an Asian character, like I go to the auditions and I see the same black dudes yeah, like yeah, yeah, every yeah. single audition. Right. And it's basically one of us is getting it. You know what I mean? It's just crazy how like for commercials anyway, I think that they're going more for a look than talent. Yes. Oh, for sure. Cause I don't really have any
2: talent, <laughs> but I got a look, you know? Can I, can I just say, I think, uh, what I was talking about was more the relation with, uh, the clientele and stuff like that. And mm. I think that can be fake, but I'm sure, you know, to this day, like some of my, some of my deepest relationships that I have are with sort of my coworkers from, Clubs or restaurants.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, and I completely agree. You build Some a of My realest friends are yeah, from so, this industry now.
2: So on that level, it's I think it's real. Totally. Um, and then the same thing with with in the filming world. I mean, yeah, dealing with actors, everyone's different, and because it could be acting, you don't exactly. know exactly. Yeah, exactly. But when you're on set, um, uh, and if you're doing a project for you know two three months, and you're spending every day yeah. with these people, you, you develop same bonds. thing. You develop for sure very close relationships as well. But I would, ch- yeah, I would choose restaurant over over acting. Then I, I take it back. Well, oh, no, it's a restaurants. Yeah, I, I I made some really great relationships over my years with some of my restaurant restaurant folk.
0: I mean, but at the end, at, at the end of the day, like good people are good people. Like the yeah, reason exactly. you and I are still close and we still hang out when we're in town is because we're good human
2: beings. Exactly. It doesn't matter what. Although he what found a new met. Asian, this guy named what was his name? Um, the guy I from know? Toronto, the the rapper singer. Oh, oh Anders. Anders. Oh, uh, so, I was so jealous. Wow. Well, I was know. like, who's wow. this new Asian guy that, uh, <laughs> well, I'm Anderson, I'm photo will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love all of you equally. Um, sure. but you, so you, did you, when you were filming? Yes. Um, so your biggest show, it was, what's your biggest credit in your mind? My biggest credit?
2: Or the most fun uh, or the longest. Actually the, 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 before that. Yeah. When did you start? Great question, Ellen. Technically, I started when I was thirteen. Wow! Uh, I did a pop tart commercial. Uh, sorry, I came very close to doing a pop tart. They, <laughs> they did it. A, was on hold. <laughs> <they> chose Anders. <laughs> yeah, they chose that fucker Anders. <laughs> no, they did. Um, they did like a a local high school search. So they came to like kits being pw or something like that and Mm -hmm. um i i I made it to the final round and so i got my first taste at it and then i think i did a few more auditions after that and then i just said fuck it like screw this right i felt bad for my mom driving me all the way to like burnaby midday and all that stuff so i quit and then i started when i was 21. yeah so i've been doing it for 11 years now good for you young pup still now
1: back to his question
0: Yeah, which was um, um, your yeah. So what? Okay, maybe not your best or your fun. Like, what is the longest, like, like where you developed like the most um, relationships and you've mm. been on set the longest or whatever?
2: Yeah, that that'd be the um, the latest show that that I, that I've been on. It's called Siren. Is that filmed up here? It's filmed up here. Yeah, we just got word that uh, we will not be returning for a fourth season. Oh, mm. but we Sorry got to f- hear that. Oh, it's all good. Thank you. Were but, you a Siren? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was the first. I was one of the guys that caught the first siren. So gotcha. I, I played a fisherman, a longshore fisherman. And, um, we did what? 38 episodes or something like that. That's amazing. Shot it over four years. Um, you changed my life, you know, and I s- bet. met my, cause that
1: will stay for you, stay with you forever. You know what I mean? 100%. That experience. I
2: got relationships from there that, yeah, that will definitely last a lifetime. Um, I But I learned, I really learned how to play like myself on that show. Like I learned how to build up the confidence to like really try and mm-hmm. and that, that show helped me remove, you know, the idea of failure, you know, because before I think I would just show up and just try not to fuck up and right. just do my job and, you know, whereas this show I, you know, the directors really allowed me or the creative team allowed me to just play and just try different things and... Which really helped boost my confidence, and so now moving forward, you know, any show that um, I either audition for or you know I have the privilege of working on, um, I feel like I'm bringing something to the table, right? You know, which is a good. That's scenario. such an
1: important skill to feel in what you're doing. Like 100%. one of the reasons why I got out of it is because of that fi- like feeling of failure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt like I just wasn't like booking and like always failing, and I just didn't like that feeling. But yeah, for you to get to a point where you feel, um that failure isn't an option anymore and that yeah. it's just you trying out different things and, and just learning and, and just doing your best it fucking it will go with you throughout your entire life in every aspect
2: amen i worked uh on the casting side for 3 or 4 years as well really and so you you know i got to see sort of the behind the scenes of why people get cast mm-hmm and there is no reason really there's like a bajillion reasons why you got the role, and there's a bajillion reasons why you didn't, mm-hmm. so you can't really take any of that personally. You, you can't know? narrow it down, yeah, right
0: It's so crazy like that whole that narrative of like not wanting to fuck up translates into so many different areas, oh, like you oh. can't really really be super successful unless Without. you take that ch- if you have that thought in your head like, okay, I just got to get through this and not fuck up because I yeah. remember even when we first started podcasting, I'm like okay, I don't want to stutter, I don't want right. to do this and that, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, like, whatever. Fuck uh, w- go with what it. episode
2: is this? 22. 22. And look at you well, guys. 23? Really really, look at this. We
0: had 21 and a half oh, on yeah, Friday. Oh, 21 and a half. Just, just so
2: the listeners know, when, when I came in, like, there was a, you know, a sparkling citron water ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> the flow was, man, just I'm Im- I'm mad-
0: Yeah, very, very professional <laughs> setup
1: over here. Yeah, um, we're all just sitting out with our dicks out, by the way. I got to get the YouTube channel up. <laughs> hey,
2: but sorry, uh, on the micro, so that on a bigger scale, yeah, you know, when when we were talking about success and career and all that, but like even on a on a day to day, if you if you really think about it, um, in order to learn anything new, you have to kind of either be wrong about something, mm-hmm. you have to have a different perspective, or you have to not know anything about it also in, in actuality you have to sort of fail in order to mm-hmm. succeed learn or pro, pro, yeah, pro, pro, progress in anything yeah right? and that's
1: why it kind of makes me curious as to where this thing that i feel like a lot of us go through mm. um came from where we have this fear of like failing you know what i mean because i feel like that's a thing that we all deal with in our lives it's a, it's it's a
2: defense th- mechanism right
1: for sure for yeah. sure and it's yeah I just and even where in
0: school bro like you're like fail you got an f fail exactly. yeah. right. fail it's like ingrained into you right mm-hmm. like i'm learning i'm relearning my golf swing right now and i've had to come to the terms just yesterday with i'm gonna be really shitty at golf for a while <laughs> because i like you go out there and you're playing and you're like okay i just want to make contact i don't want to lo- i don't want to fail i don't want to look right. like an asshole yeah. on this course but for me to get to where i want to be I'm going to have to look like an asshole on mm-hmm. a course until I, until it becomes natural and nothing really feels natural until it feels natural. Right. Right. Cause then you don't notice it. You only notice things when that doesn't feel right. That doesn't, doesn't look right. You don't really notice it when like when you breathe, you don't know, like, Oh, I'm breathing now. Is this natural? It just happens. Yeah. Do
1: you guys think we'd be a lot more <clears throat> better off as a society if we weren't ingraining failure into our, into ourselves? Oh,
3: no one goes every
1: deep. Every fucking aspect in our lives.
0: I don't know. It's
3: tough
2: because, like, there. Ha- I think there 100%. has to be
0: some, some, some kind of
2: scale, if you will. Right. There has to
1: be something to overcome.
2: I have two goddaughters that are, uh, y- you know, preteen. Yeah. One's preteen, and then one is is um, six years younger. Mm-hmm. But their parents have always instilled like nothing but confidence in them, and you can see it. You can see it in the, in the youth, like right. just how they navigate through life with the confidence of not really being f- afraid to try things and to fail. And I, I didn't grow up like that at all, being right. from an Asian household and then from also always wanting to impress, like, my friends at school and shit like that. Like, have you guys... You know that feeling of, like, you know, asking someone out, like approaching someone and asking them out in front of Oh, no, don't friends. get Nolan started, bro. <laughs> You're <laughs> you open this up <laughs> Pandora's oh, box. Oh, all right, <laughs> oh. we, can, no, we can go there. We we'll can go, go there. there.
1: Keep going, keep going.
2: Well, okay, so, that, I mean... <laughs> I, 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 I always bring it back to the, sort of that feeling and that emotion of like, you know, trying to, in, in my case, it was like trying to impress my homies. Like, watch this. I can do this. I can do this. And you go and you go. And, you know, if she said no, it's like, oh, man, it's like, damn. Right. Yeah. But I find that there is a direct correlation or a parallel to successful people. The pe- the kind of people that will shoot their shot. And if they get rejected, ask ah, screw it. Right. Keep going. Keep shooting. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean I had a buddy <laughs> in university who was like he was not the most best looking guy pretty good athlete he'd be like, at the club he'd be like Aki I'm going to hit on every single girl in this club <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> They made kind may- of really <laughs> fucking creepy. <laughs> and, that's what he was saying. I'm like why? That's I don't again. care what they look yeah. like,
2: what they smell like. Yeah,
0: I just like <laughs> one of them is going to say yes. <laughs> like I'm like you know what? Like statistically you're not wrong. True. Like like you you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Yep. Oh, you're so deep. No, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> he said that to me, and like I think Babe Ruth said the same thing, like you, you, Gretzky, I like, yeah, yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. which is true when you think about it. But then again, like I'm the type of guy, especially when I was younger, that I was so afraid of rejection. Really? Mm-hmm. So that if I like, I, I never approached a girl unless I got eye contact. Or, or you they knew approached what was me. She like was 100 yeah, percent down had some kind of feeling, you know yeah. what I mean? I didn't go in cold. Where this guy would just be like, Hey, how's it going? Fuck you. Hey, how's it going? Wow. Get out of here. <laughs> and like and he w- wouldn't shake him at all. Like wow. either he was the most confident person in the world or he just didn't give a fuck. What is uh, he doing now? Uh, last I talked to him was still um, hitting on girls yeah. in clubs during <laughs> he's, quarantine. He's a fireman. <laughs> Good for him. That was like nice. a long time ago though. That was like we were Hot. like twenty years old. So
2: he always so. had the confidence.
0: I don't know if it was confidence or just a lack just of care. A, oh, okay. <laughs> it was just super horny. Like, yeah, he just didn't <laughs> yeah. like, he was like, he, rejection wasn't, didn't so, make it feel like anything.
2: So you got rejected as a kid? Or um, you were I was nervous? Just, as a kid? Kid? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, was just, ne- I
0: was like anxiety, I guess, like yeah, yeah. about being rejected. And did that, it was a foreign thing that I didn't want to feel, you know? If
2: that makes sense. Did that help fuel your, your passion or your drive to becoming successful? Well, I mean, mm-hmm, yeah. I
0: can remember like when I was in high school, I got cut from my rugby team, and I to this day remember what he said to me. He's like, "I he had a Welsh accent, which I can't do." He's like, <laughs> you know you're not cutting the biscuit." I'm like, "You're what not the? cutting the biscuit." Yeah, I'm like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" Yeah. And then he cut me, and then I kind of thought conspiracy theory. I'm like, "Well, oh, I'm dating the other coach's daughter, maybe that's why." Maybe I just wasn't good enough. But anyway, I got cut from my high school team. And I carried that grudge all the way through university, and then ended up playing for Canada. And then, you right go. around then, they started to, like my high school started to claim me as like one of the success stories. Then you say, mm-hmm. did you
2: please tell me you went up to him one day and you said, "How do you like them biscuits?"
0: <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I seen him later, and like they wanted me to come do this and that at the school. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. Uh, and, like you, like I fostered this, or my university coach fostered this. He saw something in me that you guys didn't. Right. Which may be fair. Don't get me wrong. Maybe I wasn't whatever.
1: But, yeah, I was. But don't claim me if you were going to fucking
0: Yeah, so me. that rejection I know does fuel a lot um, of passion. And, and now that I'm older, I think a lot of it was ego. Like being rejected from girl or from a job application or from even an acting gig. Like it's, it, it hurts the ego. Yeah. Um, I know the ego is like a, not the best thing to be. Making decisions based off, but mm-hmm. it, I mean, back then anyway, that definitely was a big part of my decision making. So
2: H- here's an ego booster. Um At what age did you become a stud? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still
1: working on that, bro. I'll let you know no, when I've been I get for there. So long to knock him down, and you're here just fucking. Yeah, what, I got to bring on guests. <laughs> Otherwise, when you're not, when no guests are here, no one's just fucking tearing me him. down,
0: man. <laughs> it's harsh. It's harsh. But yeah, I mean, fuck. It's you know, rejection. I don't think anyone likes being rejected, but well, it sounds like you're like your grandchild, your um, godchildren. Like that's that sounds like the ideal way to grow up without 100%. no fear. And like I'm not, I'm assuming that they probably get rejected in some like with that, this is my turn on the swings or whatever it, it may be. But mm-hmm. they are just like well, okay, fair enough, I'll wait
2: my turn. I think as long as it's not like debili- debilitating, you know what I mean? Yeah, where, or bullying or where your anxiety cripples you from actually trying anymore and just quitting and giving up on life you know yeah um because i think that's what's the main killer it's learning to not take it so
1: personally yeah we can't move on from
2: but like i said when you break it down to such a a, a much more simplistic level like you have to try things and you have to be willing to be wrong to learn anything new at all period right
0: otherwise you're just stuck in the same routine
2: what were you gonna say about about your story or
1: oh no, it's just this whole theme, like every fucking week we talk about some issue in my love life. So okay, when okay. you brought up um rejection. Rejection. It right. was like ooh, you know, triggering.
0: Oh bro, like <laughs> Nolan Stop, yeah. is a stud. Don't let him fool you with his like coy, shy demeanor. No, no, trust. He is like the mayor no, of Yale Town like, like, now. Don't oh. fucking say that. Okay, Damn. he is okay. the governor of Yale town
1: now. He is high up in the Yale town hierarchy. Stop. Okay, well he's a good dude. No, he just he's trying to gas me. Would you let me in? He's trying to get in my pants.
2: Let's put this on record. (laughs) Would you let me in to Pierre's on a a, uh, Friday night in the lineups down the block?
1: See. That's a long pause, bro. (laughs) He's with me. Listen, if you came... Okay, fine. I'd... Yeah, I'd like because I haven't met you, you know <laughs> oh, what I mean. So I wouldn't be like, be like you "Who's stumbling, this stumbling, bumbling fool?" <laughs> yeah, like, what, why the fuck are you here? You know, Fortunes down the street,
0: twenty, oh, twenty no, deep no, no. with twenty guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not <laughs> a
1: good look. No
2: one, no one getting in like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But did you, Curtis? Did you, you, did you live in the states for a little bit?
1: Like, fill like for work or anything?
0: Um, Legally,
2: I've spent a lot of time there. Um, uh, w- once I got my own one visa. Um, are you
1: based out of Vancouver?
2: Technically, yeah. Okay. Uh, i'm more i'm based out of here in la now so i kind of okay. split my time uh, typically speaking i would spend the winter months down there
1: <laughs> <laughs> i do not live in the and dream
2: once here but uh this last so i i moved down to la this year in yep. february like right. I, yeah, I remember that moved oh
1: right before the fucking quarantine as soon as
2: we got yeah we did all of our sh- like furniture shopping settled in boom mm-hmm. quarantine hit crazy uh, lockdown hit so
0: how was that down there for you a canadian living in america like, did you feel like, like holy shit this is this is not how it would have been done in the Did Canada. you get like Absolutely. culture shock?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean
1: And is it as crazy as it seems in the movies where like everybody is trying to get an audition and everybody's trying to do something. You know what I mean?
2: Um
1: th- was that a struggle for I think, you?
2: I think the stereotype is is true. Like mm-hmm. everyone out there is an actor or a writer or a producer or director. Right. Um but you kinda have to take it with a grain of salt because You know, this person might talk a mean game, but they've done one thing in like twelve years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So that whole part of West Hollywood, I'm not a huge fan of, and that's where I was living in West Hollywood. But there's there is something about Americans. There's like a confidence in Americans that I appreciate, or like I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know if that's the right word, but arrogance. It's arrogance, (laughs) but they seem like they know themselves better.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: but you're talking about like obviously America's big, and there's like. I would assume that the vibe in California is different than the vibe in oh, Louisiana, right? You know what I mean. Well, two, two, yeah,
2: two of my favorite cities. You know, L.A., Louisiana, New York. and L.A. Louisiana, the state, bro. Right? <laughs> um, Oops. People just, you know, like when you go to New York, right? Yeah. People just know them. Like they, they, they go, "Hey, I'm." I'm Jimmy whatever, and I'm from the Bronx. Like, that's how yeah. they identify themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, and yeah. this, is, this yeah. is my life. Yeah. Or, I, hey, I'm Jimmy Chan, and I'm from Chinatown, Like, yeah. and I rep this, this, this. Yeah. You don't really get that here. Mm. Um, but it's hard to be down there for sure without kind of judging them in terms of, like, how shitty, you know, certain things are being handled or, you know, I can't, like, I, to this day, I still can't believe that a lot of my friends down there have just gotten a one-time $1,500 stimulus check. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is.
0: I don't know how they're surviving out there.
2: That doesn't even cover rent well, for one month. That's exactly. all. And that's they got, all they got for this entire six to eight months. I
1: do, do not know how they're surviving. It's nuts, man. Now, do you feel like when
0: quarantine kind of hit, did you see like a, a divide, like a noticeable tension or a divide yeah, between mean, supporters and like, or whatever that kind of feeling was down there?
2: It was nuts, dude. I mean, I, like I said, I was in West Hollywood, which is a very, you know, liberal, area a very multicultural area um and even within that even within my very own building you know i mean you can just feel this thick tension where there was the pandemic that happened so everyone was on edge about who's wearing masks and then don't get too close and then on top of that you had sort of like this racial tension so like it got to a point because all they do is bombard you on the news on the radio on thing right I can't walk two blocks without seeing someone and immediately trying to like judge them or like put them into a box a category. Totally. Out of again self uh self preservation or like self defense, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't lie to you, man. It got to a point where like I'd see a white person, maybe maybe with like a red hat or something like that, who knows? And immediately my 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 radar would go, wee 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 right? Caution, caution, caution And I'd be like, Oh shit, so I was always on edge. Um that's crazy. So I left at the right time, and uh, you know I didn't leave because of that. I left because uh, my girlfriend's sister had a baby, so we went. Uh, Congratulations! Thank Uncle. you, thank you, Uncle Curtis. Uncle Curtis. <laughs> so we went. We went over to London. So uh, when we went there, I packed a small bag, thinking that we were just going to go for a couple weeks. The border ended up closing, so I was stuck in the UK for four months, um, and then I eventually came back here.
0: How was London, though? How how did that feel, compared to LA? Yeah.
2: Surprisingly, very very different. In a good way. In a, in a, well, Different way. <laughs> <on the> way. <laughs> so chip, chip, everyone, way. we got, we arrived in <laughs> June and it just felt so lax compared to LA. Cause in, you know, at the time LA had 5,000, 6,000 new cases every day, right? Right. Or ca- California. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So coming from there, everyone was just on edge. And then we, we arrived in London at Heathrow and like no one was wearing masks and everyone was just so chill and just doing at the their airport. thing.
0: Basically crazy. Damn.
2: Th- it wasn't like a mandatory thing at that time.
0: So even on the plane, nothing.
2: No, I mean on the plane there were for okay. sure, but they were just, even the, just the, starting out with the protocol. even the cabin stuff. staff, they were just learning, trying to figure out how to, yeah, yeah, yeah how to, yeah. how to yeah. cope. Right. But like from the co- from the car ride from the airport to our house, nothing. maybe 10% of the people were wearing masks. Crazy. And it's like Whistler. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in the, in our area, um, v- it was very, very, very diverse, and uh, and you definitely didn't feel as much of a racial tension. You know, black people got along with white people, got along with, you know, Middle Eastern people got along with Asian people.
0: So, do you was LA that not as diverse as London in your opinion? Because I, I would have to I don't imagine think
2: anything is as, as diverse as London. To really, me. really, yeah. I've been to London in a minute. I can't really. It's I like know. it's like Toronto it. times like times ten. Oh, okay. Like, you know when you arrive to, to the Pearson Airport? Yep. It's like it's like Men in Black. Have you seen Men in Black? Come on, come on, come on, come on. No, he hasn't seen nothing. We'll, we'll, we'll get one. We'll get one. Yeah, really like Hannah movies.
0: Montana or some shit. <laughs> don't do that to
2: me. <laughs> I think he's even too <laughs> young for Hannah it? Montana. You've seen Hannah Montana? No. Really? Was, yeah, see.
0: Nailed it. It was right my age group. Nice. Boom. So I can get mad at me because I fucking know you. <laughs>
2: But you know, you're Ivan Pearson. It's like it's almost like you know, Men in Black, where, where, where Will Smith walks in, and you just see all these different walks of life yeah. that are so different from what we have here. Yeah, like I always thought Vancouver was multicultural, but then having gone to these type of cities, I'm like, oh no, wait, Vancouver oh. just has a lot of Asian people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's very interesting. Like I, I'm not a huge London fan for whatever reason.
2: Mm. Um, same same kind of reason like about, about New York. I
0: like New York. That, but do i feel you so like british people no i do i just feel so insignificant in these big hubs. Ah. you know what i mean like like curtis was saying like they're all like it's almost intimidating like people in new york know where they're from and i'm um, jenny from the block or whatever like you just feel like oh i'm fucking no yeah. one from nowhere
1: keel like from the right
0: and you feel so insignificant <laughs> and it's like like <laughs> I, you know when you're out in vancouver obviously we're from here yeah um
1: I walk around here way more confident than I do. Do you think that's just because we've been so established in the nightlife here? We meet so many different people. Yeah, probably. And we have like the sense of like, you know, a little bit of entitlement.
0: Yeah, not gonna lie. I I mean, we know people, and people know us. So that's.
2: Do you ever crave that though? Like, don't 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 you like just kind of anonymity? Being anonymous? No,
0: I I, hate it. (laughs) I hate it. I fucking hate it. He's young though. He'll 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 learn to like like privacy at some point. I bet.
1: I don't think so, because always, like, ever since I, every, oh, like, ever since, uh, what am I saying? I don't know. What is this, your first podcast? From, <laughs> no, literally. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um, from what I could remember, I've always liked the idea of, like, you know, being surrounded by paparazzi and, like, sure, you know.
0: Sure. How yeah. much, how much of this, he's young, obviously, like, is social media had an effect on that or keeping up with the Kardashians, but I, which but is I that life, you know? I
1: before I even had social media. Mm-hmm. Really? It's like, one of the reasons why I wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah fair enough i mean yeah you're yeah you're very spirited um i just like the idea of always being around people i hate being alone yeah yeah so it's like
2: are you from here originally
1: yeah well from surrey but yeah 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 Uh, do you do you know if you're like health i read some i'm
0: reading, reading a book right now um so it has some interesting points on like children who are born vaginally versus uh cesarean that the vaginal Vaginally? fluid, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: love that word, <laughs> that fluid and shit, like actually <laughs> plays a role jip, jip. in your, your adulthood. And like, like, you know, if you're being like nurtured more, if you're being held more yeah. versus like, you know, like I think it's called ferbering or something where you just let your kid cry themselves to sleep. And you don't, you don't always like every, every time your kid cries, you don't run to give them attention. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, there has been, there's a few studies that I'm reading that have said that, that, plays out to you. You become a, a different kind of personality as sure. an adult. That makes sense. I we, could totally it, see that it's co- trauma related, right? Because yeah, a exactly. lot of
2: babies are born right out the gates with immense trauma. Like, yeah. um, because c- cesareans. I mean, some people choose for that, but uh, s- most times, I think it is like a, it's like Plan B, right? Like, most. Well, I mean, yeah. I think
0: some. I think a lot more girls now are choosing cesarean because they want their. Yeah. Yahoo to stay nice and
3: tight, Uh,
0: and they would rather take a blade. Yeah, so I mean, from some some girls I've spoken to, I mean, I guess it's it's all very subjective to who you speak to, but I mean, you just
2: kegel that shit. (laughs) So I've so I've heard. So I've heard.
0: They want they want to be tight for life. I don't know. I mean, it does sound like obviously I think it's less painful, maybe or less.
2: uh, For For sure, I don't know. I'm not a girl. I don't fucking know. Because I think I was a uh, c- c- section. I was a cesarean. Yeah, oh,
0: too. I think I might have been too. Now that you mentioned, it. but like if the baby's not coming <laughs> out, you know, like, you so have
1: what to, are like, our traumas? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to like pluck it out, right? Yeah, you can imagine how traumatic that is. Out, as a baby, yeah. like they
1: like, oh, go like that. Oh, I love watching surgery videos. Whoa, that's my that's my thing. I love watching breast implants, vaginal, like labia, like fuck, oh, I
2: love it all. Like nip tuck, that type of yeah, like, that, that was shit. And yeah. like you're yeah. weird.
1: It is weird. It is really weird, but okay. I love it. Okay. okay, we all have our. So quirks. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna get one. Uh, I'm gonna have one reference that we're gonna that we're gonna meet eye to eye on at okay. some point in this conversation. Good luck. What is it? No, I mean like. Oh, I got you. I'm striking out it, with the movies, it, but I'll get it'll be something. organic.
0: It's <laughs> a big music guy.
2: Can I ask a question? Of course. Actually, I don't know if it's a question. I think no. So this is more of a statement. I will say this. I I completely hear you, Nolan, about growing up and sort of. Visualizing and 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 fantasizing about sort of where I'd end up or like my lifestyle and all mm-hmm. that, but I can say that in you know once I've entered my thirties now and I'm a little bit more chilled out nowadays, uh, I do appreciate having privacy and, and 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 anonymity. Is that the word? Anonymity. An- That's a good word. An- 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 anonymity. It's fucking use It has more one three syllables? Great, in- on, on great English. Skills. Do it um you read dictionaries <laughs> <laughs> but my the first time i ever felt that truly was in this last london trip which is why it was so special so for the last four months i got to just practice like existing as a human without the pressure of you know worrying about bumping into someone or you know uh like having someone being able to reach out to me like i had the full control of right. how i wanted to um experience spend every day, day. And I, I only engage with the people that I wanted to engage with. And it was fucking amazing.
0: That is amazing. Because I fucking hate small talk. Like, hate yeah. it. Yeah. Like, especially in Vancouver. And you work like, in the
2: worst industry for I that. I know. That's yeah. why I don't
0: live in Yaletown. That's exactly the reason Very I don't true. live in Yaletown. I live in Cole Harbor. Because it's far enough removed that I can take my dog out for a walk. And not without necessarily. Well, but even in Cole Harbor, I run into people. But, like, I just don't. Like having that, you know, that fake small talk, chit chat, like, oh, how was
2: your day today? Was it a good day today? It was a bad day today. Like, I don't care. That's why I'm at a point where I, I, um, there sounds like there could be nothing worse to me than like being a celebrity of like a Justin Bieber or like an usher magnitude. Yeah. Like I miss me too much. Too much.
0: Want to be just famous enough where you have that clout, you live comfortably, you're happy with what you, your your, your art and your art form, but and still go. You know, with, you know you don't have to fly privately everywhere yeah because mm. yeah. i've seen you know people i've seen people like i've been on planes with that guy from um what's that movie that tv show this is us you know that this is us yeah okay yep. jack the main character mm-hmm. and people are like have their cell phones down by their hip thinking they're being sly taking photos of him leaving the bathroom and shit i'm like dude like
2: he's just yeah. going to the washroom yeah. it's like, sad though when you see that yeah. in person right
0: it's so weird and I thought about it, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I love this show. I love him as an actor. And then I have my phone. I'm like, I can't do it. I yeah. just can't do it. You feel bad? Yeah. I'm like, he's just sitting down here trying to read his Us magazine or do whatever. easy starstruck? In. Depends on the person. Like I've seen, you know, you know, if I respect their craft and or if they're a really good athlete, or, for sure. But yeah. if I like, I saw like, you know, Dolly Parton, who's obviously an accomplished singer or whatever. I'm not gonna be like, well, <laughs> oh. fanboying out. But it
1: obviously depends. Like. Mm-hmm. If I it's f- someone you idolize personally,
0: or like I respect, like and I think they did a good job in yeah. what I've seen them in. You do you know get what I do I mean? you get right
1: so, so? No, never, never. Really? No, no because and he's, me, seen, uh, he's seen some fucking me, some celebrities come through. Me, whenever I'm I sure? see these celebrities, I never want to talk to them. You see them at the I doors. never want to do anything because I'm like I could never let this person think that I'm a fan because in my head I'm like we're gonna be on the same level, the same caliber one day. And I would hate for them to ever think that was that guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, I won't talk to them. If they, obviously with business, like if they're coming into my nightclub, whatever, yeah, greet them, make sure they have a good time. Right. But I'm like, I won't ever like, So you, that, yeah, I won't so be like, oh my God, like you're so cool, like blah, blah, blah. Right. I won't even ask for a picture or anything like that.
2: Maybe Sometimes. Let's put on my story.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you want,
1: you want that Instagram clout, bro.
2: That's the thing. Everyone wants something from you. Like, it, it's not even about you at that point. It's just about your clout. And yeah. they want a piece of that to show off to their friends, right? True. 100%. Oh, I'm just Man. doing it to make sure people come to my nightclub. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure.
0: <laughs> but it's so crazy how social media really dictates that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, social media is dictating this vote in America. Like, I saw something on Barstool the other day. This girl was saying, if you vote for um, Biden, I will send you a nude. Oh, and she got 10,000, so 10, and they have to prove it and all this shit. And apparently that's super illegal because you can't share your ballot with anyone. And yeah, they got it out of buying votes. But she got ten thousand people in a day. Wow, to vote for Biden by sending a nude. She sent ten thousand nudes. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't do the again Jesus fact Christ. check. <laughs> but Barstool is pretty reliable. So I mean, <laughs> this is and this is just crazy because that wasn't a thing like not that long ago, mm-hmm. and. And that's all it takes, like, to to win a popularity contest, essentially, is, like, it's just so, the amount of influence that social media has on these days is, it's, it's, is, is, I think it's too much, personally, like, it's crazy, I find man. myself being addicted to my phone, you know? I mean, there's two, there's two ways, I can, there's addiction, and there's habits, you know, they're, they're interchangeable sometimes, in terms of definition, and, you know, what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I literally find myself, like, at a stoplight, then I'll pick up my phone, even though I literally stopped maybe three like minutes before, seconds. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, "What am I doing, dude? Like, I don't need to have my phone." And the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, I check my emails, mm-hmm. check my texts, mm-hmm. check my Flipboard, and check my flipboard? IG, like my news, like news ah,
2: for um, his nudes,
0: yeah, <laughs> my news for my nudes. <laughs> and it's literally that's probably a habit, but like, dude, like I yeah. don't like. Would you consider Nolan? Do you think you're addicted to your phone? 100. percent Oh, I would never say I'm not. Do you it's think that though?
1: It is right. Do you think you're addicted, Curtis? Hando B. Yeah, it's crazy because yeah. these things aren't that fucking. So it's our connection to other people and other things in the world. I feel like before, like we were in a society where your connection to the world was watching the news, going to buy a magazine, things like that. Well, now it's so instant. I don't have to leave like my the bed town gossip. To, exactly. Yeah. I don't have to leave my bed to look at what's going on in the world. what yeah. Some like what's the new thing? What right. new which music is good and out? bad? Blah, like, blah,
0: blah. Technology has allowed us to do this, which is convenience and everything. Wants. That's obviously people like to have their life be more convenient. Mm-hmm. But I also feel it kind of disconnects us. You're saying it connects us in a way, which is true. Yeah. But it also disconnects but us from actual human from interactions. Personal, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like for young pe- younger people, I'm talking like your, like your God, uh, daughter's age, mm-hmm. they could be, I don't know how, like parenting is so hard now. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, When do you give them a phone? Do you yeah, give them yeah, only yeah. X amount of hours per day to be on it? Oh, my kids are getting going to until they they're after
2: get? 10 years old, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but time, even that is crazy, right? Because right? for us growing up, I mean... There wasn't cell well,
0: phones when I grew up. Like, yeah. I had to <laughs>
1: beg and cry for one in grade seven when yeah. I was like 12. 12, through, yeah. And yeah. you get it? Duh. <laughs> did, it, did it like... Did you, did you
0: Do you remember that like... Did it have an effect on you like right away? Did you notice yourself being
1: like... Or was it more of like a thing like you felt like cool because you had a phone Exa- and your fans yeah, had a phone? exactly. That's what it was. That's the tough part, Call right? Me. Yeah. Exactly. I used to visualize myself walking down White Rock Park just flipping my phone open and being like, hey. <laughs> when I wouldn't have anyone to talk to besides my mom. So you've
2: seen you've seen Clueless, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Obviously. Okay, there, oh, we oh, there, there we go. There we go. Boom. It's a good show, that of boy. Of course. She's blonde. I have to watch that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the phone is like the addiction is like I don't know like I wanna fast forward like, you know, ten years from now. Like there's no have you heard the show Next that just came out, I think premiered yesterday? Nope. No. It's basically about artificial intelligence. Oh, like shit. being so fucking advanced oh, that it, no. it codes itself, Ugh. and then it writes itself. Then it, that code makes That's a new code exactly and how you a faster get
1: code murders robots yeah. exactly. I'm just saying, it's gonna fucking happen.
0: We're not. I don't think we're that far Toy away series. from that possibly happening. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I shit you not. Like I was at home the other day, and I have two Home Pods, and they were talking. To it yourself. said something to me. I couldn't really hear what it said. <laughs> I'm like, what did what did you did what
1: that's <laughs> fucked up
0: oh yeah and it's like because like, obviously it's and then you know we all experience like eating you're your talking about something <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not far from that wow. we've all experienced like you know being on instagram or whatever and an ad pops up because you were talking about a toyota yeah, Forerunner. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then an ad pops up you're like what the exactly. fuck so they're listening, they're it's listening, listening. For sure, and it's scary to think i think totally. i
2: think that you know you know that phrase you know parents just don't understand mm-hmm. so
1: there's that by who let me
2: be okay sorry (laughs) Who is it by well it's a it's a a song no Will Smith Fresh Uh, Prince of Bel-Air but it's I mean it's a it's a popular phrase that people say like ah Um, they just don't understand but uh um you know, that generational gap from us and our parents, let's just say it, right? Think about all the all the shit that they do that annoy the shit out of us that we're just like, I don't understand why you do things the way you do things, right? Right. And they'll never understand us. But I think that gap is going to be way more massive between us and our kids. Yeah. Because of the technolo- technological differences. So yeah. true. Like kids are learning how to code already in elementary school. Yeah. Come on, bro.
0: That's crazy. It's intense, man. I, fuck. I, I can barely type. type. <laughs> I want to try a challenge where like, I don't know if I could not use my phone for a day. Sometimes I'm you out of Wi-Fi it. and I get anxiety. I'm like, same You have here. to do it. Man. It's the
2: worst day. Have and, you done it? I'm not advocating, uh, this is not me selling London. I li- I love London, but my London trip again, yeah. being out there, being eight hours ahead, Yeah. I was just constantly out of the loop in yeah. everything. So, mm. it wasn't great for, for maintaining business and, and relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. I have to, you know, I have to apologize to a lot of my friends. But, I got to unplug for four months, dude, um, where I was rarely on my phone, just on my phone just to kind of catch up and, you know, be caught up on just <clears> the <throat> world, politics and wh- or whatever, or, you know, to check in with my friends and family. But otherwise, I was just present and just got to, I got to be in the moment. I got to be with my girl and I got to, you know.
0: Yeah, totally. I'm not taking anything away from that because that sounds great. But I mean, like... Uh, I'm not saying do, do it, it think, for four months. Do you but, think we you know. can unplug, unplug? I mean, like, go... Camping or there's no signal or you know what I mean like or don't anxiety. bring your phone like too much anxiety. I like I literally like well, it's crazy. I like 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 you take a shower. You obviously can't bring your phone. I do. Oh, what, really? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
0: that
1: is another level. You listen to music. Something you want to send? Oh yeah, yeah, frisky yeah. Snap. I okay. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe a bad example on my soap part. down your body, sorry, like, fans.
0: I don't know if I can fucking do it for a whole twenty-four hours. I have to pick the right day where I know I have no work. I
1: know nothing's really going on. For me, I just keep thinking that something's wrong is happening. I need to check my phone. Someone's in. Some somebody had a car accident. Something needs to happen where I need to have my phone. You know what I mean? But do you think it's that dopamine hit that you get when you get like right now? No one's looking at his phone because he just got <laughs> a message,
0: and <laughs> he and get. He, and there's nothing wrong with it because that just is what it is. But do you feel that you get... I think it's a dopamine release that you get when you get a notification. And there's a reason that those banners come up. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, your phone your phone is black as fuck right now, like dark. And then you got a not-
1: notification, it lights up. It's almost like it's conditioning you.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: The phone 100%. is
0: training
2: you. You don't have a phone. A phone has you. The phone has It's you the same feeling as ding, 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 ding. You're a winner. You got to tax. Like casinos exactly. and shit. It's insane. But I had this... So I had this thought the other day because, you know, I was like, I was thinking, man, like... At my age and w- the place I'm at, what what's my comfortability with certain drugs out there, mm-hmm. right?
0: Here we go. My specialty. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Akio's drug of
0: the week. <laughs> now, ma- maybe
2: you're more experienced at it. Featuring Keo. Curtis. Huh?
1: <laughs> no, I was saying, we used to do this like Akio's drug of the week or whatever. Okay. And then today's is like, this is your featuring okay. Curtis.
2: <laughs> no, but um, <clears throat> like I feel like in order for me to do certain drugs, that is me unplugging because the yep. thought of taking a business call, or I don't know, dealing with my family or something like yeah. that while I'm high, yeah, uh, that just like the worst thing ever for me. So, yeah. I'd, I'd, for, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do, even if I smoke weed, really, if I smoke weed or if I do shrooms or something like that, like I'm unplugging yeah, for the true. next twenty-four hours.
0: Have you ever tried DMT? No. No, Ooh, what's a nice time for uh, me! It's more relaxing. Stop
1: gas. advocating for these drugs. It's,
0: it, but it's, it's, <laughs> of course, naturally, I uh, hear like when you die and when you're born. But like it's it's very short. I think it hits everyone differently. But did I mean, it change I'm, your life? No.
1: <laughs> we had a great time on it though. It. it I mean, I, from what I did? heard,
0: I didn't do it. Like it's it's a fifteen minute hit. And for me, it like it was more of a laughing thing. I've never think, heard
1: him laugh more in his life. It's supposed to give you and what I'm you need. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's supposed to give you what you need, and then you also kind of, I kind of saw so the weird, world. We ended up in the bed together, and I was like, "Oh, is this what you need?" <laughs> Crazy. I know this guy's got jokes.
0: Well, a lot of them miss. Um <laughs> hey, I'm very but, uh, uncomfortable guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you seen that movie Get Out, Nolan? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see like grids and you can kind of see I don't want to say another dimension, but possibly another dimension. sure Cuz you know, we mean Nolan talk about this all the time that we I think he believes this, but I definitely believe it that there's more that exists in this realm that we just can't sense with our five senses that yep. we have. Mhm. That, you know we're mm-hmm. just not privy to right now so dmt kind of gives you a little bit of a glimpse into that and i really want to try ayahuasca or ibogaine or fucking ibogaine. what the fuck? It's you th- learned another one i haven't done it <laughs> or that like the the frog one i forget what that one is like oh um the poison yeah the
1: frog poison so i want to have these like experience the other possibilities you know and what i mean yeah 100 uh, i think there's something it has to be something else out there because if you take a, if you look at like evolutionary from that perspective, our eyes allow us to see everything that we can see right now. But what if natural selection just didn't choose for that? And we were born without eyes, but then you could see everything, you know? So I feel like maybe possibly we just haven't developed the skills to sense what else is out there. Yeah, Yeah. We could technically be blind because we just don't have that sense yet.
2: hundred percent. I mean, I don't believe everything that's out there, but I also don't discredit anything either. Like Mm -hmm. everyone has their own experience and their own truths, but I've, seen enough stories of people that have claimed to have died but have come back to life and and everything that they've seen sort of all correlates Mm. lines up a bit right and so there's got to be some sort of truth to that but there's also like
0: you know the conspiracy side of me thinks like you know when you like google something you usually what's it called like um and you have an opinion on something and then you find something that agrees with that opinion yeah that you tend to like oh yeah see i was right or whatever like so Part of me wants to think of some of these stories about like in your example, for for um, example, um, these people that are dying coming back and they all have similar experiences. It's because they knew that somebody else had that Yeah, experience. maybe they're just like, oh and yeah. they're talking themselves and this into gives it. a little bit more right. validity to what I'm saying. But maybe right. not, that's you know how, what I mean? That's
2: how memories are shaped. Totally. Like our memories as to how we remember them is actually our own brain filtering it out and like right. shaping it in a way that suits us. Yeah, which as is crazy. Which is, which is crazy thinking that that... That when you, t- when you talk about, you know, jurors and uh, yeah. juries and stuff like that, right? Mm. Um, a lot of cases are, are uh, the decisions are based off of people's accounts, uh, their, me- their memories. Your memories are never really your own. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. real.
3: Yeah.
0: They're never, re- like if all three of us go and tell someone outside our experience doing this podcast, they'll be three very uniquely different mm-hmm. perspectives, I bet. Right. You know what I mean? Which is like kind of weird.
2: Which going back to social media, it's interesting when, when you know, knowing that everyone has sort of their own truth and there's and their own perspective. Of course, there's going to be a lot of um, misunderstandings and, um, you know, what am I trying to say here? Uh, a lot of different perspectives. There's going to be a lot of anger, right? Right, and backlash, and because where, everyone
1: saw every has everyone's experienced their own thing but and everyone feels entitled to thinking that their
2: own yeah. experience is the correct one which is not make sense which is why i'm not a huge fan of this cu- cancel culture that oh, t- oh, t- oh t- you oh, know time it. that we yeah. live in right now right? right right because it's like name me one person that hasn't done something dumb or stupid or shady or made a mistake or made a mistake exactly unless we're talking like the harvey weinsteins right that's that's a,
3: a, a whole sure. other category but i'm
2: talking about you know there are some people on the lower uh, end of that scale and and, and you got to just wonder, like, what? Like, well, have we gone too far, you know?
1: Are people not deserving of forgiveness and a second chance? Exactly. Yeah, but I say stupid shit all the time.
2: 100%. Yeah, yeah
1: it's part of growing. I cancel you every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck. I don't know, man. It's tough. Like, this, the cancel culture thing is just so... I, I can't get behind it. I... I don't understand who these people are that think they're like all
1: knowing and all powerful to judge and someone to discredit else. someone and kind of throw them away just
2: because of a mistake. Yeah, yeah you know? and Probably. yet, you, and yet, you have someone like Trump who is like uncancelable.
0: Yeah, what this, yeah we well, keep that's bizarre. Trying. How? How? Yeah, that is a good point. Like,
1: how is he not canceled? Like, he says dumb shit all the time. Because
2: there's
0: he-
1: some people out there thinking that dumb shit
2: is real and correct. Did you hear about what he said about Melania? no so they were like about the pussy <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i'm sure he i'm sure he has um i forget which interview it was but the guy was basically saying that um um what was the name of the 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 porn star that he had uh, an affair with or whatever? oh yeah 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 um something uh, uh, crystal waters no it's that's uh, a good name though great name <laughs>
1: <laughs> check my new welly fans crystal waters fuck what's her name so, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> oh,
3: that's correct. So,
2: whatever that porn star's uh, name was, mm-hmm. he he had some sort of relation with her, right? So he che- basically the the idea was that he cheated on Melania with her, and the guy was saying, you know, aren't you worried that this is going to come out, and that when she tells her story, Stormy Daniels,
3: there you go, when mm. she tells her
2: story, that Melania is going to find out that you had an affair with this woman, blah blah blah, blah. and he <laughs> and Trump's response was. Well, I could always find another wife. That's no problem. But my fans, my fan base, is going to think that it's cool that I, you know, that I hooked up with with a porn star. You did
1: not know. That's he said that.
0: Yeah,
2: Uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, yeah.
0: was it like one of those like behind, like a like off the record interviews, or like a legit? He's on
2: the record. Look it up. Damn. Like this is the president of the United
1: States. (laughs) He said this as president. Imagine if our first lady was a porn star. Mm, Cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
0: man. I mean anything. Never say never, right? But yeah, like how is it not like people get cancelled for for like saying I don't even know what like the I like Mars the, bars. Yeah.
2: Like, oh what? You like, hate what? you hate yeah. Snickers? You don't like Earth? You're yeah. fucking anti Earther? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like it's insane. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. People need to smarten up. Totally. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but man, every time <laughs> we do these podcasts, sometimes I like I'm like, fuck. I worry about a S- future society,
1: yeah. yeah, totally moving forward what's going to happen. I feel like every fucking episode, I get to this point where I'm like, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then we always end it with a positive game, a positive, oh. positive I, we, game. Chris, we usually play a game. Yeah. Um. Usually, Nolan leads them. Okay. Usually. Yeah. I have. I want. I want to play that game we played last week. Okay. Let's play it then. Um. It's Mary fuck kill. Obviously, you guys are familiar with it. Mm-hmm. You said it wrong. Fuck Mary kill. I don't really think that <laughs> Mary, Mary.
2: Mary fuck kill sounds fuck. like a person.
0: Anyways, we're gonna <laughs> play that game and you can both answer. Okay. Um, and it. What need a sound? Uh, I'm gonna play a sound at the end and there's a feel good sound.
1: We just start our game with a fucking sound. Okay. All right. Who's ready for the game?
2: Like you grab a woman's breast and it's. And you you feel it and it feels Whoa. like a bag of sand. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. Good, great, good segue. Yeah. Is that from The mm-hmm. Office? No, it's from um, Forty Year Virgin. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds like someone. It sounds like it's, Paul. It's oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Paul who? Stoilin. <laughs> <Stoylin? laughs> oh, you do know, I don't think you know Paul that well. Um, okay, Mary fuck kill. Everybody kill Mary you know. fuck fuck whatever kill whoever. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Yep. Barack Obama. <laughs> Who's first? Who's first? You. Okay, Barack Obama. Hmm. Dwayne Johnson, otherwise known as The Rock. Hmm. Drake.
1: Oh, I would um. I would marry The Rock. Fuck Drake and kill Obama. Whoa! Run through that again. I would marry The Rock because I feel like he's actually funny and like he's so jacked. So that'd be a fucking good life. Gotcha. Um, fuck Drake because that could be like his baby mama, and then kill Obama. And this is not. Oh, that's harsh. Love that's Obama. Not, he's done some great things for the world, but you know what? Not, you just got canceled, bro. I don't bro. know if he's going to fucking bring it in bed, you know?
0: Dude. I don't know if I want to fucking He's a little older. That is not the way I thought you would go. Really?
1: What do you think I would pick?
0: Well, if I was to answer that question myself, yeah. I probably would marry Obama. Same. Because I feel he's like a loyal. I no, no, just feel
1: like everything's just so political. I just, I couldn't do it. Okay, that's fair. And it would be bad for his brand. I'd so probably, I'll bring him a favor.
0: I'd probably fuck The Rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kill Drake mm. no that beard I think it's a generational thing mm. totally yeah mm-hmm. I can't kill Obama I don't know man so sorry sorry Drake, Obama
2: Drake has enough songs to last 10, 10 life, lifetimes mm-hmm. oh yeah at least so Imagine
1: he's fucking you and singing too ugh that's
2: anyways
3: a, that's anyways, a weird anyways, finish we'll on. you got <laughs> we'll, <be on. laughs> well
0: I, I mean think. that's a I think that's a good way to end it on your weird fucking comment
1: about Obama <laughs> I love you Obama <laughs> Come to Canada, Obama. We'll hang out. I love you, Obama.
2: I'd marry you, Obama. Obama. See,
1: wait. We need to play one. We need. We need to give Curtis one.
0: We did the same one. Oh, he he has as very similar viewpoints as me. Mm.
2: Oh,
1: did you agree with him? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, fine.
2: Yeah. Boom. Fine. The Rock. So, what was that? Marry Obama? Uh, fuck the Rock. Yeah. Right. Or have him fuck you. His name is his name is the Rock, <laughs> I bro. I don't think anyone's <laughs> fucking the Rock. Yeah. Wait, I have one for you. Yeah. Ready?
1: Yeah. Dolly Parton. Okay. Share. Okay. Celine Dion. Ooh. Ooh.
2: The, I gotta write those down. The, that was a good the one, The right? Battle Dolly, of the Divas. Cher and
0: Celine. 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 Ooh. That's tough.
2: You know what? Celine Dion, I discovered, actually has a pretty hilarious personality. She does.
1: I knew her. We used to go to school
2: together. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. God dang. Um okay i think i would <laughs> is dolly parton still alive i think yes. so yeah, okay so like are we talking current day are we talking like we're talking at current the prime
0: day like oh current day, well, current I, day like, I think they're all the same age uh
2: yeah i would <laughs> Right in your marry, age group oh, i would marry dolly parton <laughs> <laughs> I'd fuck Cher and I'd kill Celine Dion. Unfortunately. (gasps) Oh my God, you were just complimenting her great personality. I know. His heart won't go on. Yeah. I mean, Cher's pretty badass. Yeah, Cher's
0: Cher's definitely the fuck one.
2: Celine is the Canadian pride, though.
0: She is. Yeah. I'd marry Celine. Celine. I'd marry Celine, fuck Cher, because you know she's going to be a good fuck. And would she, though? Kill Dolly. She'd break apart. Cher is like and she, dude, she's performing concerts at her age and moving around and doing chill, shit like that. Chill. She have knows it's that up.
2: burlesque. That's I have not.
0: Movie. Watch it. It's a good movie.
2: Who did? W- you, who did you marry?
0: I married Celine. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. are yeah. No, no,
2: there's no right or wrong here. Fellas. No, no, no. You're right. You're right.
1: Imagine tomorrow we get a call from Celine Dion. <laughs> I Why think. Why wouldn't you fuck me? <laughs> I married her, man. But I'm fucking. When you marry
0: someone, yeah, you, you fuck them and marry them, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And you sure. fuck share, right? Oh yeah, Cher sure, for sure. That's a, that's a hands down decision.
2: Yeah. I I'd I'd be calling back in a year's time being like, Oh man, I I can't do it with Dolly anymore. <laughs> I, I take it back. got Those
0: big old biddies. Oh, we're talking
2: present day though, yeah. right? Yeah. Big yeah.
0: old biddies. Okay, well, um no, uh, Chris, how do how do we uh how does someone find you on the uh, social media channels or do you have Twitter or the IG uh
2: I'm, page? Yep, I'm, I'm on Twitter. Flipboard. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually on Tumblr uh, oh. still. So is I. And MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on MySpace. Twitter, but I don't really use it, so don't even bother X-Opia? finding me there. Um, Remember it, that? Uh, 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 it, Asians, Asians are us. And uh, <laughs> that's your at? No, no, no. Oh. That's, that's that's the <laughs> forum that I go to. <laughs> um, Lonely Asian Hearts Club. Uh, no, uh, I'm at Handsome Lum on uh, Instagram. Oh, that's a good handle. H-A-N-S-U-M-L-U-M. No, I did not give that nickname to myself. So don't get carried away, boys. Bullshit. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. That's, that's about it. All right, guys. This well, thanks it. for joining us. Thanks for having me. Great combo, fun. as usual.
0: Amazing. Yes. So good. Where can they find us at?
1: So thank you guys for listening to a new episode of Posts not clarity. You can find us at PNC underscore podcast or our personals at Nolan Prasad and Akio Kaya. Nailed Thanks it. for listening, Alright guys. I'm going to leave
0: you listeners with a little feel good music, which I'm sure most of you have heard. No, there's except for no Nolan. Way that anyone Nolan cool knows this song. Nolan does not know. So nope. if you
1: if you know this song, slide Sorry. into our
0: DMs nope. and prove me right and prove Nolan wrong.
1: Bull fucking shit.
0: Have a good day, guys.
3: Oh <laughs> come
0: on, everyone knows the song for you. So old Yeah, it's an old song but a good song. Nope.